You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in. And uh, it's time now for Do Facts Matter? And we've got the one that knows the answer to that on the line with us from Florida, as a matter of fact. Mr. Robert D'Agostino. So, good afternoon, Robert. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dave. This is Professor D'Agostino uh, with Do Facts Matter. And, of course, the answer is uh, no if uh, you're a progressive, particularly a leftist. Uh, I want to start today. We can say a few things today, but a few topics. I want to start today with kind of putting things in perspective because I think we're seeing clearly, clearly what, what's happening here. And I want to start by saying this. When, when the pundits on TV and they say, well, you know, the mainstream media are just really uh, uh, part of the Democrat Party. No, no, that's not right. The, the, the movement in this country is far broader than that. We have a Marxist utopian movement. And the Democrat Party is, in fact, the political wing of that movement. The mainstream media is the propaganda wing of that movement. And obviously the, the, uh, the social science, so-called science, social science uh, uh, departments at the major universities, they're the intellectual wing of that movement. And of course, Me Too, uh, uh, the radical wing of the Me Too movements, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, Antifa and those are all the paramilitary wing, and uh, it, and I think we can say now that there's a certain amount of coordination going on. Obviously, if you trace some of the organizational uh, uh, money where it's coming from, it comes from the various uh, foundations controlled by the left, mostly George Soros, but also the Rockefeller and, 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 and Ford Foundation. So we have this going on. But I want to read something because there's something I think that really expresses what's going on. And by the way, before I read this, this idea that uh, that the left has, the Democrats, oh, we got to keep uh, you know, lockdown. We have to keep lockdown to protect people. It's baloney. The reason they want to keep a lockdown, which has gone too far, is because they want a depression. They, they want an, an opportunity to seize power once again. This whole idea of Trump, the nationalists, of what's going on in Eastern Europe, the globalists, the people who really run the world, are, are, are very, uh, uh, let, let us say, um, unhappy about what's going on by the people. Uh, some, some of the people, I, they don't want this globalism. They, they don't want, yeah, free trade, sure, free trade's wonderful. It, it creates the, the maximum number of wealth, but it's disruptive. It's disruptive of community. There are values that are as important as the creation of more and more wealth. And certainly, uh, the, the free market uh, with with the reforms uh, that we've had in the free markets over the last hundred years have created a lot of wealth as well as a social uh, net. So. so we have to understand, I think, that, that there is a, a movement, a utopian movement, it's Marxist utopian, and, and it's supported by some of the wealthiest people in the world. And I think I pointed out at a show that uh, a few uh, months ago I did a survey of the wealthiest Americans, 
the ultra-rich, nine out of ten, were Democrats. Because uh, the Democratic Party is the political wing of this globalist movement, this Marxist... Uh, uh, wait, Marxist? It's equality. Yeah, right, equality. You know what uh, George Orwell said about that? If some animals are more equal than others. And uh, talking about that, um, going back to this idea that, that keeping the lockdown saves lives, it's baloney. The lockdown is going is, is is precipitating a worldwide famine that some people indicate from UN uh, organizations affiliated organizations indicate that up to a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand people will die from starvation every year in the poorer parts of the world, mostly in Africa, some parts of Asia, and so this lockdown is going to cost a tremendous number of lives, aside from the suicides and alcoholism and all that stuff we've all heard about. <laughs> so if if the left really cared about people's lives, they would care about that, and they don't. They don't have no interest in that. Because, eh, they can look at it as you know, culling the world of populations we don't want more of. By the way, that's a quote from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. New York Times magazine interview when she was supporting the abortion license. Well, you know, it's good for population control. In any way, it reduces the number of people in populations we don't want more of. Those are about her exact words. Look it up. Don't believe me. Look it up. Ruth Bader Ginsburg interviewed Time Magazine abortion. Getting rid of populations we don't want more of. I suppose... Yeah. Probably the left the culling of the population of the world. Man, you know, people hurt the environment anyway, so let's get rid of it. But I want to read you something. Uh, and by the way, uh, I want two things from George Orwell. One, one of my favorite uh, comments, uh, uh, quotes from George or- or- Orwell, has always been. This is, of course, uh, is uh, when you look at the. Uh, the academics at Harvard, oh, okay. Yale, and Princeton, and, well, right and all the show, uh, Columbia. Uh, you look at that, uh, the intellectuals. I'm not talking about uh, scholars. I'm not about intellectuals, people who make their living flapping their jaws. Um, and here's what George Orwell said about intellectuals. And this is a direct quote from I'm 1984. Sorry. There are some oh, okay. ideas so absurd that only an intellectual could believe them. Boy, that's true. Only an intellectual could believe that a male can say he's a female, or a female can say he's a male. Only an intellectual could believe that. Hmm. Only an intellectual can believe there are 20 some odd genders. Only an intellectual could believe that. Let me read you this quote from George Baldwin, because I think it expresses, to a large extent, today's Democrat Party and where they're going. Okay, and you're saying this is a quote. Now I will tell you the answer to my question. It is this. The party seeks power entirely for its own okay, sake. Uh, I really don't We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested only uh, in power, pure power. What pure power means, you will understand presently. We are different from the oligarchies of the past that we know what we are doing. Okay. All the others, even those who I'm resembled sorry. ourselves, were cowards uh, and hypocrites. Um, 
The German Nazis and the Russian communists came very close to us in their methods, but they never had the courage to recognize their own motives. They pretended, perhaps they even believed, that they had power, seized power unwillingly and for a limited time, and that just around the corner there lay a paradise where human beings would be free and equal. We are not like that. We know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Power is not a means, it is an end. One does not establish a dictatorship in order to safeguard a revolution. One makes the revolution in order to establish the dictatorship. That's a little Lenin, doesn't it? And the object uh, <coughs> again, the object is, is pure is the exercise of pure power. <coughs> now Saul Linsky, who uh, was a mentor of both Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, or his group was, was in Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, but personally, I think, uh, listened to him. Uh, Barack Obama was an Alinskyite in terms of st uh, strategy. He made very plain that that's what it was. It was all about power, getting power. And some people, there's a famous meeting he had with a bunch of his activists, young activists, and asked him, what do you want? And they were taught, well, we want equality, we want poverty. And he just yelled at them. He said, no, no, what you want is power. When you get power, you can decide what else. Power. This is about power, i.e. replacing one ruling class in his, his, in his ideas, one ruling class with another. And more equal ruling class, perhaps, I don't know. No utopian movement has ever been good for ordinary folks. And that includes the current one that we're in, in right now, the... Uh, current movement. But all utopian movements are about centralization of power, about more and more power to the center. Uh, interesting um, commentary on, in fact, that's why the left is so intent on, uh, on controlling the judiciary, because the, the left's favorite uh, legislative branch is the federal judiciary, which is is the most powerful uh, legislative branch for cultural and social issues. Uh, <clears throat> Congress has long since ceded its power to the federal government, uh, to the federal judiciary. Um, as uh, Mark Tushnet, hardly a conservative professor of law at Harvard uh, Law School, and certainly not a conservative, I can say hardly, nowhere near a conservative, he's written quite extensively about judicial supremacy and the fact that he doesn't think it's a great idea. Uh, this idea that uh, the court has decided for itself that they are supreme, that only they can enforce the Constitution, and only they can deal with uh, constitutional issues, and that uh, the people, through their legislative branches, or through the executive branch, has nothing to say about uh, the constitutionality of, of laws and, and uh, regulations. It's all up to the courts. And, of course, the courts have given us same-sex marriage, have given us abortion on demand, have given us a number of things that uh, the American people would not have agreed were uh, appropriate for a, a society. Uh, but so, hence, you have this tremendous opposition to Trump. Uh, a lot of it is because of 
<clears throat> the left is afraid that Trump might, to his judges, reestablish the rule of law rather than, than the rule of uh, <clears throat> a judiciary rule where, where they make up their own, own laws. Uh, and, and sometimes they've been very frank about the fact they don't pay attention to, to the laws, but they do what's right. They do what's Ruth Bader Ginsburg is great. We do what's right. We want to get rid of people, members of populations we don't need more of. And and we see now about what's going on and Adam Schiff, when all these doctrines have come out that indicates that Adam Schiff was lying through his teeth about what he was learning in his uh, uh, hearings that he was having in the House, no Republicans invited, about uh, all this evidence of collusion was coming out, when in fact the people, even those from the Obama administration who had worked for the Obama administration, said there was no evidence of collusion, and Adam Schiff's out there lying through his teeth, saying just the opposite. Got to take a break. Just the opposite, yes. Dave? Yeah, about time to take a break on America's Web Radio and do facts matter. We'll be back with Robert D'Agostino right after this. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it. And you'll love having one in your shop. You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Professor Robert D'Agostino back with Do Facts Matter? And I'm talking about what's really going on in the country today, this idea that uh, the Democrats have of taking advantage of a um, crisis and never let a crisis go to waste. But it's much broader than that. It's the entire Marxist utopian movement that uh, is moving into uh, attempted control of the population. And we just were talking about uh, Adam Schiff and the Congressman Schiff and uh, the lies that he told in the face of testimony that he had, transcripts that directly contradicted what he said the transcripts were proving. Uh, he, and I, I, again, let me quote something else from George Orwell, because 1984 is one of my favorite books, and I, I think if George Orwell had called, called that book 2024, uh, people be reading it now. It's another quote from George Orwell, and this really fits uh, Adam Schiff to a T. Quote, in a time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, unquote. 
and boy, we can see that. Uh, we can see the censors working overtime at Facebook, YouTube, the other, uh, I, I guess, uh, any other any of the other uh, uh, internet uh, sites controlled by the left uh, and censoring speech they don't want. They don't care how true it is. I mean, there there are experts who who have said that the lockdown went too far. We didn't need to do that. We needed to protect vulnerable people, but not uh, not uh, lock down the whole country. It was a mistake. And if they say it, they're off. Facebook takes them off. Twitter takes them off uh, the the internet, um, and because they disagree with what, let's say, the uh, globalist ruling class wants right now, which is to really establish a unified uh, policy, a unified uh, power in the central government. Hey, just take a look at what Democratic mayors and governors are doing, for Pete's sakes. Talking about people drunk with power. And, uh, you know, you can't plant seeds in Michigan. And even though the truth of the matter is getting fresh air and getting sun is much more healthy than staying indoors, these Democratic governors order you to stay indoors when you're much better off getting a little sun. I'm not saying don't practice social distancing. I think everybody agrees that that's a good idea. Not everyone. There's a few people who say herd, uh, herd immunity would work better, that we just need to protect the vulnerable and quarantine the vulnerable. But that's another argument for another day. Uh, but those who disagree with the orthodoxy are not permitted to speak, if possible. They're shut down. And uh, again, as George Orwell said, liberty is the right to speak to say what uh, other people find disturbing or wrong. Otherwise, liberty means nothing. And that, that gets back to the next thing. What's the big threat to the centralization for, for, for control? Well, the Chinese knew, and they got Google to help them develop a system of social control. A system of of, of uh, a tracking system, so know what people are doing or saying at all time. And Google has helped the Chinese Communist government to, to develop that. Oh, what about here? We've got governors who are buying drones to track people out of doors. In New York, we the the De Blasio, the mayor of New York, the Democrat mayor, former communist mayor of New York. Where does he want? He wants neighbors to snitch on neighbors. We want to know which neighbor is going out, which one's not social distancing. Talking about uh, Big Brother. This is Big Brother. This is Big Brother. Big Brother is watching you comes right out, of course, George Orwell, 1984. Big Brother is watching you. And certainly Big Brother is watching you, if he can. And obviously technology has made it uh, much easier for Big Brother to watch. And and people like Google, who uh, uh, institutions like Google, uh, who help 
centralizers who helped the Communist Party in China to do social tracking are quite willing to help here in this country. Uh, always for the for, always for our good. Obviously, uh, these these um, stay indoors, get outdoors, all the stuff that's been said, no matter how contradictory, the, as long as it leads to the centralized authorities controlling your lives, my lives, it's okay. And that brings us to what happening in this country. You know, a lot of people say, uh, well, we have a pro-Christian culture. No, I don't, don't agree. Uh, there are still some elements of Christianity and Judeo-Christian uh, morality that un- undergird a lot of what we think and believe. After all, <clears throat> Paul's letter to the Galatians is, is a statement of uh, equality. There is, Christ there is no east or west, no male or female, no slave or master. That's all in there. However, Christianity would be a competing source of morality, a competing source of uh, support, uh, and it would, uh, let's say, distract people from looking to the government, the central government, for uh, assistance, help, support, and uh, guidance. So this country has gone from post-Christian to anti-Christian, and clearly it's anti-Christian. And if you take a look at what's happening around the country, that's pretty pretty clear. Look what's happening in public schools when teachers forbid students to bring in the Bible to read during their lunch hour or their reading time. No, the Bible is not acceptable. Teachers uh, are not permitted to wear uh, crosses around their neck uh, because that's a, a religious symbol. This goes way beyond this no prayer in schools and that sort of stuff. But let me uh, read a few things that, aside from no, no Bibles allowed in school, and by the way, there are obviously organizations, Thomas More Society, the uh, American uh, ACLJ, uh, which is the, uh, uh, which, which warns uh, uh, government uh, agencies government employees and government institutions that they can't discriminate neutrality if they allow uh, one group to, to, to do things they can't be hostile towards religion they allow students to bring in their own reading materials they can't uh, decide that they, they can't bring in religious reading materials and, and by the way one reason <laughs> look the, the left is all about centralizing all power in, 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 in some authority central authority the central government and you say well well why does the left get in bed with radical Muslims? Because Islam is a is a totalitarian system. There is no separation of church and state. There is no separation of culture and non-culture. Islam is a complete set of rules for, for life. It's a centralized totalitarian system. Therefore, it's very consistent with the left, just a competing totalitarian system. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's convenient for the left the radical left and, and radical Islam should get together because they both want to destroy the Western civilization and replace it with a centralized totalitarian system. The left talks about utopia, and, and if, look, when, when we only destroy what's going on right now, when we destroy the culture as it is, when we get people 
convinced that uh, the society is, uh, is corrupt and, and no good and, and, and we can retake over, then we can fight it out who's going to control this. I mean, that happened after World War II. After World War II, uh, as the war was winding down, a lot of the left-wing parties uh, after World War II got in bed with the communists because they were socialists, they were utopian, they were reformist, and uh, and we kicked out the Nazis. Well, what did Stalin do? First thing Stalin did was he told the the Russian troops, the military people, that they were to rely on the ex-Nazis to run the country because they knew how to do things. So right away, the communists turned on their erstwhile left-wing allies. I uh, happen to know uh, the the uh, the. Uh, Treasury, the uh, individual who who, who uh, was in charge of the financial system in Hungary after World War II, <clears throat> Alexander Neckham, and he had to flee. He and his wife had to flee with their lives because once the communists got into the government and, and took it over, they had all their left wing allies were ticketed for execution. Reformers not welcome. Lenin taught that. Lenin taught uh, Stalin well that uh, the worst people you can have around are reformers because they're willing to compromise. They're willing to set up a system that uh, can be supported across the board by various uh, people and various institutions and various constituencies. And that was unacceptable. Uh, we, <clears throat> and uh, the utopian schemes were for the proletariat and, and the intellectuals will rule in the name of the proletariat and those members of the proletariat that didn't like it could get shot. Well, let's take a look at what uh, what's going on, anti-Christian uh, stuff that's going on in this country. A pro-life pastor, Reverend Walter Hoy of Oakland, California, was jailed for exercising peaceful pro-life speech. And this has not only happened there, it's happened in New York, it's happened in several other places, and... and Generally speaking, but not always, the, the courts have actually protected this free speech. One of the parts of the Constitution that uh, the courts, at least uh, Supreme Court and uh, most of the appeals courts are protecting is, is freedom of speech and freedom of religion. Uh, of course, the left is not only has wants to abolish the Second Amendment, they do want to abolish the First Amendment. Oh, the Reverend Fred Winters was murdered while preaching in his pulpit in, in Illinois. Uh, an HBO's program called Curb Your Enthusiasm aired an episode where the main actor urinates on a painting of Jesus. When confronted, uh, HBO would not apologize. Can you imagine urinating on an image of Muhammad or a Jewish star? David? I don't think so. And, of course, uh, there was a lot of homosexual participation. You know, in the Obama administration, let me address, let me say this, and I, and I said this once before, uh, the homosexual movement in this country, they started out demanding tolerance, and they got it. I mean, this is a very tolerant country for homosexuals. Uh, certainly, 
compared to many other countries in, in Africa or even Christian countries, certainly Muslim countries, where complete intolerance for homosexuals. But anyway, they got tolerance. You know, people didn't approve, you know, but they were going to tolerate. Right? They're human beings. We'll, we'll tolerate, you know, their, 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 their sexual preferences. And after they got tolerance, and they, they decided they wanted to get acceptance. I'm here. And they got acceptance. We're going to talk about tomorrow. Are we up against the break, Dave? What do you want to talk about? Anyway, so they got... Uh, Let me think about it. Right they got acceptance. And, uh, I'll give you a call in a little while, a couple of hours. And then, that, that, then what happens? After they got acceptance, after homosexuality got acceptance, and kind of happy with acceptance, Okay. what, what do they want next? Alrighty. Approval. Now, that's a little far. I don't think uh, deep down inside the American people, the majority, really approve of the homosexual behavior. Approve of uh, I mean, if you look at some of those homosexual pride marches in various cities with the public sex as part of the, okay. the march, I don't think uh, approval was something that uh, the uh, American people really uh, wanted to. But, of course, they've gone beyond approval. They've gone to control. And that's a bridge too far. And with the, with the homosexual movement, LGBT, whatever it's Q movement, people are fired. Okay, break. I'll be back. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move, Timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's Professor Robert D'Agostino back with Do Facts Matter. And I'm talking about uh, this country becoming an anti-Christian, not post-Christian country, but 
certainly a level of the elites, or those people who believe they are the compassionate, uh, the, the people who are uh, in favor of creating this utopia where everybody is uh, going to love everybody else uh, uh, as long as they uh, <clears throat> love them the way uh, the elites wanted them loved. Uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, let's talk about the homosexual movement, uh, where 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 homosexuals demanded tolerance, and, and I think uh, I think most of us uh, tolerance is fine. We 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 understand the same sex attraction. Uh, many people aren't happy with it, or believe it's sinful, or if you act on it, it's sinful. It, uh, but uh, Okay, I, for one, being uh, an amateur biologist, uh, amateur evolutionary biologist who studies uh, uh, evolution, uh, genetics, and what have you, I believe that uh, same-sex attraction has a genetic base. I don't think there's, there's no homosexual gene per se, but the genes interact with each other, interact with the environment, and uh, genes set a parameter uh, of behaviors and and yes, I think that uh, generally speaking, there's there's maybe a proclivity towards same-sex attraction. Maybe the the environment encourages that or discourages that. But whatever, it's 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 not the answer is intolerance. I, I'm fine and acceptance. All right, I I was on an athletic team where. Uh, where one of the key uh, persons on the team uh, was homosexual. Everybody knew it, but no one said anything about it. It was amazing uh, going to school in the 60s and college in the 60s that uh, no one said a word about the fact that we all knew that this particular individual was homosexual, didn't put in like everybody else, you know, they, people kept their... Uh, behavior to, to themselves uh, and uh, generally speaking and, and he didn't throw it in anyone's face and so no one mentioned it and as long as no one said anything uh, no one no one seemed to care approval well I don't know there's approval I don't think so and uh, most people don't approve of uh, homosexual behavior especially the public uh, and pr- uh, promiscuous part of homosexual behavior the homosexual community that wants control. The Southern Poverty Law Center, any group that uh, uh, exposes a traditional Christian or Jewish morality or Islam Islamic morality, they, well, they don't ever attack Islamic groups, but uh, any Christian group that uh, exposes uh, traditional morality, this is a hate group. So you can you get fired if you say, well, I don't believe in same-sex marriage. You're fired. Um you do a study at a university that indicates that the people who have sex change operations or hormonal treatment, uh, after a while, they, they're they happy when they first get it, but wait five years, wait six years, ten years later, they regret it big time. And you do a study, and you interview these people, and that's what the study says. You're risking your position at a university. If you're not tenured, you better not do that. Uh if you're tenured, you have some, uh, you know, protection. But if you're untenured, you're fired. So, you know, um, <laughs> and in fact, it's 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 worse. You can you have 
a GoFundMe campaigns, let's say for Father uh, Paul uh, Kalchik, and GoFundMe took him off. Why? Because he was objecting to the homosexual activity of another priest, exposed it. The uh, priest was Daniel Montalano, and he uh, had active homosexual parties in the rectory of the church. And Kalchak uh, ran into trouble, Father Kalchak in trouble with the, his supervising bishop, who was covering up for the homosexual activities of uh, uh, that particular priest, even though they were open and notorious. And to support him, there was a GoFundMe campaign, which GoFundMe took it off. There's a GoFundMe campaign for a florist, an elderly florist, uh, who would not uh, supply flowers uh, for, to celebrate some sort of homosexual marriage. And in celebration, she said, "We'll go to the next florist. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to come, and I don't want to do all this decoration." And uh, she was attacked by the uh, LGBT community. And her Go- GoFundMe campaign was taken off GoFundMe. So it's now gone from tolerance to acceptance to approval to control. And I think that uh, I would urge people to read uh, David Horowitz's book, Freedom Center, David Horowitz's Dark Agenda. Uh, which is the dark agenda is destroy Christianity in America, and they're succeeding slowly but surely. At least they think they're succeeding. We'll see. But don't forget, David Horowitz is Jewish. Uh, he was a, brought up as a secular, atheistic left winger. His parents were communists, and uh, so he knows what's going on. And the book is called Dark Agenda. Read it. And by the way, uh, that brings up yet another interesting quote from uh, George Orwell in uh, 1984. You've got to read 1984. You really need it. It just describes what's going on today. Here's another uh, quote. And I think this was, uh, it could have been from Animal Farm, but I, I, I think it was from 1984. I, I kind of forgot which. The most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of their country. That's why the left is always so negative about American history. No credit ever given to the the good this country has done. And I think if you look at the history of most countries in the world, the United States stands almost alone in positive contributions to its own people and to the world. Of course, you have that phony... uh, New York Times stuff, 1619, about, oh, this country was just all about slavery from the beginning, which is nonsense, total, complete nonsense. If it was all about slavery, and, and slavery was so wonderful, and it was and, and, and it created this country, and, and, and rely on, we wouldn't be this great country without it, then how come the non-slavery North was able to win the war between the states against the slavery South? How come Spain, which uh, enslaved much much of South American population when they when they came and, and, and when they raided the 1600s, 
South America for gold and silver, one from a power, the more they relied upon slavery and, 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 and looting uh, South America, the weaker they become. What about Rome? Rome when became a slave state. Uh, slavery became so, so common in Rome that the Roman citizens, the farmers, the peasants, uh, were driven from the land because they couldn't compete. And what happened to Rome? All of Rome. So, I, I, I mean, there's lots of things you can look at and, 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 and say that they're all bullcrap. But the idea is to destroy the Americans' own sense of their own history, own sense of the positive parts of their own history, which far outweigh the negative parts. But let's go back to the anti-Christian activities indulged by the powers that be, uh, mostly Democrats, governors, Democrats, mayors, local officials. And this is over and beyond the fact that in the Obama administration, the inaugurations had a tremendous number of uh, uh, <clears throat> highly visible homosexual organizations, the homosexual men's chorus of Washington, uh, Bishop uh, Vicki Eugene Robinson, uh, who was gay, gay bishop, all participated in the uh, Obama's inaugurations. How about this one? Police called to East Jasmine Middle School, I guess that's how you do it, J-E-S-S-A-M-I-N-E, Middle School in Lexington, Kentucky, to stop eighth graders from praying during their lunch break for a student whose mother was tragically killed. The police were called to stop praying of students. An activist judge ordered a homeschool mom in New Hampshire to stop homeschooling her daughter because the little girl, quote, reflected too strongly, unquote, her mother's Christian faith. The Federal Department of Homeland Security, of course, and this is in context with the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, <clears throat> issued a report uh, blaming as right-wing extremism, uh, the report was called Right-Wing Extremism in Current Economic and Political Climate, and Christians were labeled as extremist Christian organizations. A lot of that comes from the Southern Poverty Law Center, which never met a Christian organization they, that, they, that they liked, at least anyone that was traditionally Christian. Take a break. Yes, go, go ahead. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. And I want to... Do a live ad for a very good doctor named Scott Barber. If you're having orthopedic problems of any kind, that's any kind of orthopedic problems, call Scott Barber or make an appointment to go see Scott. He has four locations, I believe it is, and um, he is absolutely the best. I had a knee problem, and uh, without surgery, he has taken care of it, and... uh, 
Scott also does a radio show here on America's Web Radio, or will be starting his own show very soon. He's also uh, on the uh, Doctor's Lounge. If you want to find out what doctors talk about in their hospital lounges, just uh, go to the Doctor's Lounge. It's every Thursday morning at 8 o'clock, and um, great show. Scott does a great job when it's his week. And uh, like I said, he'll be starting his own show here very shortly. So we look forward to that. And if you're having any problems or your family members or anybody else having problems with knee, shoulder, elbows, uh, hips, whatever it is, Scott Barber, Barber Orthopedics, and he is fantastic. With that being said, we'll be back with uh, Robert D'Agostino right after a station ID. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Gustino, uh, professor at Atlanta's John Marshall Law School uh, <clears throat> with Do Facts Matter. And I'm talking about the, the country has, at least on the level of the government bureaucrats, uh, so-called elites, uh, the uh, academicians and the social uh, sciences, have become anti-Christian, not post-Christian, anti-Christian. The, uh, and, of course, this anti-Christian feeling, this anti-Christian acts are going on throughout the world uh, with a radical Islam uh, on the march in many parts of the world, particularly in places like Nigeria. You can go through, uh, I can go through a list of, of anti-Christian acts that have hit the press, oh, since, say, in 2019 uh, to uh, the present, and you get uh, these acts occurring uh, in Nigeria, Mozambique, Guinea, Guinea, Turkey, Pakistan, Burkina, uh, Burkina Faso, uh, Bangladesh, Cameroon, and that's too bad because the Cameroon is uh, really one of the uh, uh, more solidly governed uh, African countries. Uh, turned to the market uh, economically, but yet there were uh, five were left dead uh, following a, a Boko Haram attack on a Christian village in the Cameroon. Even Egypt, even though uh, El Sisi is trying to protect Coptics. Uh, but uh, even you even get this attack on Coptics in, in Egypt, uh, not the way it was under the Muslim Brotherhood, but El Sisi has definitely tried to uh, protect the Coptic community. Uh, and you have uh, Kenya, again, Turkey, and Egypt again. So I have a list, and it's really a frightening list about uh, what's going on in, in the world uh, in the attack on uh, on. On Christians, and uh, and it's no no question right now that the most persecuted religious minority are Christians. Of course, uh, communist China manages to persecute all religious minorities, Christian or Muslim. There's uh, like a, a million uh, Muslims in concentration camps in China. Uh, and in China, the Christian uh, churches are destroyed. Uh, Crosses are torn down from buildings. Uh, you know, I, there's an interesting uh, story that came out of uh, Korea, North Korea. Some of the people have escaped from North Korea, and of course, uh, escaping uh, 
across the Chinese border is dangerous because China will return those people to North Korea, whereupon they're either executed or put in uh, labor camps. And their families sometimes are uh, put in the labor camps with them or executed with them in North Korea. And uh, so they're saying, well, well, why do you take the gamble of going into China? I mean, uh, you know you'll get returned to the Chinese catcher. He said, well, it is very simple. Uh, we look for houses that have crosses. If it's a Christian house, they will generally protect us. So we try to seek refuge in, in, in where, where we know a, a Christian family is living. And of course, a number of North Koreans do make it uh, through China into South Korea uh, and, and uh, upon fleeing North Korea. But look at all these utopian countries communist China, North Korea, all uh, founded with utopian dreams, and they're all anti-Christian, all anti-religion. Jews are not welcome, Christians are not welcome, and of course in China, Muslims are not welcome. Uh, in those, in, I, I think the, I kind of summarize this, the American people, I'm hoping, understand what's going on. No, the left doesn't care about people dying. They just want power. And and they can get power if they, if they collapse the entire economy. They figure the people will turn to them for their uh, immediate health care needs. Uh, the, the, the left is always willing to, to, to rev up the printing presses. The fact that that the that the excuse me the Trump administration between the Federal Reserve and and the Trump uh, administration directly over six trillion dollars are being pumped into the economy by the printing presses two trillion plus for directed mostly at ordinary folks small businesses four trillion to protect the big guys the big financial institutions Goldman Sachs J P Morgan Citibank. Explain, the Federal Reserve is out there buying bonds. Uh, and who are they bailing out? They're bailing out the big banks, the big investment bankers. And, and why did this happen? This is not a free market. The free market is, is with small business. They have to compete. They have to stay uh, afloat. And they're the ones who are being destroyed with the lockdowns. The big banks go in and get the Federal Reserve. The big investment bankers, Goldman Sachs particularly, go in there and get and get the Federal Reserve to 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 to, to bail them out to two to four trillion dollars. Where all this happened? You know, I always say people students ask me, you know, what's going on? Well, it's easy. That's easy, but it, but you can trace back when Reagan was president. There was a default in the Mexican bonds. And the banks who held those bonds went to the Reagan administration for a bailout. And Reagan told them to go pound sand. You make bad investments, you suffer the consequences. Right? <laughs> Fast forward to the Clinton administration. Robert Rubin is now the Treasury Secretary. Robert Rubin, who had been with Goldman Sachs. And Robert, Robert Rubin infiltrates the entire, just the entire Treasury Department with... Uh, people connected with the major bankers and uh, takes over the Federal Reserve in the Clinton administration. And uh, what happens? 
Well, Mexico defaults again on some bonds. And the big guys, big banks, investment bankers went to the Clinton administration and said, look, bail us out. And they did. So the bailout occurred on the Mexican bonds during the Clinton administration. And ever since then, yeah, too big to fail. The, the financial rescue package in 2008, <coughs> that was, um, you know, a, a combination of the Bush, outgoing Bush administration, coming Obama administration. Uh, yeah, I think one has to be fair and say, yes, it, 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 it worked. It was flawed, but it worked. But it also favored the big, too big to fail, the big banks, the big investment bankers. And uh, the, the quantitative easing and, and all that nonsense that Obama talked about, uh, infrastructure, that was all phony. All that money went to Democrat constituent groups, that means government bureaucrats, uh, certain union, uh, unionized areas, which are mostly public unions, and had no real effect on the economy. Uh, it was just to pay off uh, Democrat constituent groups. But the financial bailout probably has a lot, did have, I think, a lot of positive stuff, but it also had negative stuff. And the negative stuff was relieving the big financial institutions, the big hedge funds, all these, of, of the responsibility for what they did and their bad investments. And one to say, well, you know, things get complicated. Used to be that investment bankers like Lehman Brothers and the other big investment bankers, they were not permitted to form limited liability uh, entities. If they were going to invest in something, the partners had to invest their own money as well as their money of their investors. It, it, they could not just take their investor money and gamble it and protect their own funds. They had to risk their own funds. That was changed. I'm going to do more research on when that was changed. But that was changed fairly recently, I think maybe in the Carter administration. But the the that was a, 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 that, that that kind of indicate insulated uh, a lot of these investment banks from real risk and their uh, of their own money. So they could take risky investments because I was someone else's money. But, you know, big deal. They didn't care, uh, particularly. Uh, they, they protected their own income and their own money. So I, I think uh, I would hope that the American people could understand what's going on right now. The Democrats have no interest in saving the economy. In fact, they really have no interest in saving lives. Their interest is getting power. If they were interested in saving lives, they'd be worried about what's happening in the world. They'd be worrying about the, the estimate from the UN that 100 to 150,000 people will die a day from famine, starvation, because of the lockdown. You'd think they'd be, if they really cared about the, the people, ordinary folks, they would be clamoring to end the lockdown, clamoring to get stuff. Uh, to uh, to the poorer countries that are uh, uh, about to go under. You know, Victor David Hansen had a wonderful uh, column uh, and uh, about uh, who's valuable and who's not valuable. He said, "Well, you know, in this time, who's more valuable, the trucker making like forty thousand dollars a year, 
who's bringing food to the grocery stores, or the associate dean for diversity and inclusion who's getting $400,000 a year at the University of California. Just, just, just who, do you, who do you really think is more valuable? It goes to show you how much the elites have, uh, let's say, eliminated uh, really a lot of this, this uh, value to free market price system I mean, you think a real free market that was uh, would, would ever hire an associate dean for diversity and inclusion? No, that's all federal money. It comes with student loans and and, stu- and federal grants, government grants. So it's all free money. So why not uh, be PC, politically correct? I have a, a good friend of mine, uh, and I'm not going to mention his name because, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, we exchanged not the friendliest emails but we're still good friends, and we'll stay that way. Uh, and his become very PC, uh, and uh, he is uh, has a, a degree from uh, seminary as well as a law degree, and uh, he was one of the mainstream Protestant churches that uh, that part of the Presbyterian uh, church, which has given up on religion, and uh, now he has become real PC. And it's just amazing what he will believe. And he will believe what the Democrats tell him, that everything Trump does indicates he's an evil man. If Trump is for it, they're against it. Uh, and it's evil. So I, I just I wrote him back an email. I said, look, I don't want to hear about Trump being evil. If you have some criticism of a policy he's following, that's one thing. But... Uh, this idea that whatever he does is evil is absolutely unacceptable to me to listen to that, and I won't. So if you send me an email about how evil Trump is, I ain't going to read it. I mean, as soon as I see what you're, what you're sending, Time to uh, wind you know, it, I'll, read, I'll read the first sentence. Or the first, And if it's about Trump being evil and the Republicans being evil, I ain't going to read it, because that's enough's enough um, on that stuff. Uh, let's talk about agendas. And we got to go, Robert. Okay, well, I, well, thanks for listening. Uh, I, I, I hope that uh, some people learn something. Read George Orwell, 1984. Thank you, David. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.